2: Well, shalom. What's going on, everybody? Come on in. Uh, We're doing something tonight called group therapy. That's what we are doing. Something tonight called group therapy, and it's going to be phenomenal. So, I want for you to uh, come on in uh, as we are moving in this thing tonight. And do me a favor, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, and share the video. Like the video, tell me where you're watching from and shared this video tonight. I believe that it is going to be uh, absolutely phenomenal for you tonight. I am seeing that the quality of this is looking like it's got an error with the quality here. Can y'all see me good? Can you see me good? Can you see me good? Can you see me good? Let me know. Can you see me good? Can you see me good? Can you see me good? All right. As you're coming in, it looks like, what am I seeing here? i see, uh, okay. All right. Come on, guys. Let me know if you can see me good. Come on. Let me know if you can see me good. Um, As you're coming in, I am seeing an error here. I don't know why I'm getting an error. That looks really weird. Boom. Okay. All right. Good. Y'all can see me. Good. Let's go ahead and add, um, add in our Instagram channels. What's going on, everybody? Come on in uh, as we are moving in this tonight. It should be amazing. It should be phenomenal tonight. Come on in. Uh, We're doing something called online group therapy. Um, The goal of this is that your new year uh, that 2021 needs you healed and December needs you healed. Um, And so in all of that, uh, if you're not healed, some of the decisions that you make are not going to be the right decisions. And you want to make that you you want to ensure that you are making the right decisions. All right, um, you want to make sure that you're making the right decisions. So do me this favor uh, on every platform. Just say, "My future needs me healed." Come on, can I get you to say that? My future needs me healed. My future needs me healed. Come on, say it again. My future needs me healed. Type that. Type that. Type that. Uh, On the screen Um, in that one of the things that uh, I want to um, say as we're starting, I asked for you to um, to register for this. And the reason for that is because for many of you, uh, tonight's conversation is simply going to begin uh, simply going to be a way uh, to begin a conversation, simply going to be a way to begin a conversation. um, And you're going to need a further conversation. You're going to need further conversation beyond this point today. And so I want to encourage you uh, to be mindful of that, um, that today is just going to be a beginning for some of you. All right. Um, But your future needs you healed. And so in all of that, as we are moving in this tonight, uh, I ask you to register because for those of you who register, um, for those of you who want to do a one-on-one session, I still do it one-on-one sessions with people, believe it or not. and That is something that I have made uh, important um, to do one-on-one sessions with people that people can schedule for a variety of things. So I do those with business owners. I do those with executives, pastors, leaders of Fortune 500 companies, Fortune 500 companies, fledgling organization, multimillion dollar budgets, um, their self-financing, as well as issues dealing with individuals' lives. So we do a whole lot um, that we cover uh, in those. And so for those of you who that register uh, prior to now, and you will get um, you're going to get a link that's going to give you the ability to do that uh, at a um, at a value and at a reduced value. Let me also say this, because there's one of the things that I love doing as we're moving into the new year and uh, our Harvard Church Atlanta comes online. That's going to alter some of my schedule and some of my time. And so a lot of that I'll have to give to some of our other team members. And so uh, I'm excited while I still have the time and the ability to do those now myself. All right. But nonetheless, um, uh, yes, it is something that's really important to me. I, I love as a pastor. Uh, and one of the also cool things, too, is with those one-on-one sessions, for those who do them and doing that, it actually is how we, um, one of the ways that we fund Harvest Missions. And Harvest Missions has transformed, um, I, I mean, I think we've given over 400, let me give you the real number here so that I'm not giving you a guesstimation. We've given away like a great number um, of, um, to both domestic and foreign missions. And let me see the number, because yesterday I was mentioning on prep, $436,504. Can we celebrate that? On every platform, like that's exciting, um, and uh, and so to God be the Lord for that. So for those of you who registered, you're going to get an email with that, so you can do that. For those of you that didn't register, um, you can still take advantage of that. You just won't be able to do it uh, at that at that uh, at that reduced cost. So listen, shalom, everybody. Come on in. Like the video. Tell me where you're watching from and share this video uh, tonight. Um, what I want to start by saying. As we're jumping into this conversation tonight, I'm looking at that quality. Something's going on with that quality of the picture. But nonetheless, we're going to keep it moving on uh, Facebook. But um, nonetheless, we're going to keep it moving. Um, Let me just say a couple of quick announcements that I want to get into this tonight. Then I want to get into this tonight. Um, also, if you're in the Atlanta area, we'd love for you to be connected to what we're doing, Harvest Search Atlanta. Um, to find out more about that, you can text H-C-A-T-L T L two. hold on, I got to get this new text number. You can text H-C-A-T-L to 55498. Hold on, let me get it. Hold on, it is new and I need to remember it. Uh, it's coming up for me. You can text H-C-A-T-L to 55498. Four nine eight. Here it is. Let's see here. Yes, five five four nine eight. Ain't that good? All right, that's the new text number. So you'll get a, actually you'll get a text probably tomorrow um, that lets you know for those of you that are part of the uh, prior text number five nine seven six nine. So the new text number. You got to text 8 H C A T L to five five four nine eight, and you can find out more about Harvest Church Atlanta. All right. So that's the new number, 55498. I still wanted it to be one of those short code numbers so that it was easy to remember. Um, Let's jump into this. We're going to start with prayer, and then I'm going to walk us through this process tonight. And uh, we're going to just spend uh, right in an hour, probably a little bit less on that tonight. And I want to remind you that tonight for many of you will be a first step. But can I just get you to make this declaration and just, just say those two words, first step, just type those two words, first step. For those of you on the Harvest channel now, you'll notice it looks a little different. There's a chat feature over there in there for you um, that you can take advantage of uh, and some other features that are there for you, for those of you on the Harvest channel, we're trying something new. Um, but um, in all of that, um, you got to take the first step. And so tonight, when we're doing this um, concept of group therapy, I want, I want you to realize, for many of you, this is the first step. I want to reiterate that you, many of you need to set a one-on-one session. And you can do that. How do you do that? You do that through the Harvest app, which you can get when you text Harvest to 55498. Come on, new number. Um, you can also uh, get it on our website, HarvestSearch.org/hma. So you can get it that way, too. All right. So we're going to pray and then we're going to jump in. All right. So tonight's going to be a mixture of teaching, a mixture of prayer, a mixture of self-reflection. Let me say this to you parents. If you are watching this in front of your kids and you got, I'm going to ask you to say some things that are going to be really, um, there may be things you don't want to share in front of your children. You'll say, "Bishop, Nobody's here but me, but I need you to hear yourself say it. So what you may want to do is have your children step into another room tonight. For just a moment, you may want to have them to do that. Um, and that's certainly an option um, uh, because you're going to say some things tonight that maybe you, you don't need your kids hearing just yet. Uh, the best thing, parents, you can give to your children is a healed you. I'm going to say that again. The best thing, parents, you can give to your children is a healed you. If you do not give your children a healed you, what you're going to do is you're going to distort their reality of what adulthood looks like, of what a woman looks like, of what a man looks like, of what a woman of God looks like, of what a man of God looks like. So I want to encourage us all tonight across all digital platforms to to do that. Shalom, everybody. So again, if you're just coming in, do me a favor before we jump in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from, share this video tonight. Again, for those of you who registered, um, again, for many of you, this is gonna be your first step uh and you're going to need to schedule a one-on-one i encourage you to do that and we're going to send you a link that's going to give you the ability to do that for those of you who registered if you didn't register don't go try to register now well you can still register now this is you won't get event you won't get that um because um i wanted to do this i wanted to do this and make this just available for everybody tonight across all of our platforms it is online group therapy and it's going to be good y'all ready to do the work Let's go. Let's pray first. Father, in Jesus' name, tonight we give you honor. We give you glory, sir. We bless you because you are good, you are great, and you are greatly to be praised. We pray that tonight, God, you would get the glory out of everything that we do, that tonight, God, that you would be glorified and magnified in every way, shape, form, and fashion possible tonight, God. And so uh, we have great anticipation and expectation of how you're going to speak to us tonight. In Jesus' name, we pray. Everybody say it. Amen. You ready to go to work? Here's the first thing I need for you to do. I need for everybody to just get a sheet of paper. I need everybody to get a sheet of paper. A sheet of paper. If you watch now if you're driving, I don't need you writing. I need you to pull over if you're going to do this. Um, you're going to do it now. Other than that, if you are driving, listen, and then later you can, um, you can do that, all right? But I want you to be safe. You should get a sheet of paper reason I need you to get a sheet of paper is I need you to see what you're about to write. I need you to see this. I don't need you to just put it in your phone. I need you to see it. So grab your sheet of paper real fast. You need to get a pen too. So let me get a pen. I ran in here real fast and didn't get a pen. Let me get my pen. I'm coming back. Don't go nowhere. Boom. Just like that. I'm using my Harvest Church select select pen. All right. Gotta have your pen. We're going to do some work tonight. Um, First thing I need you to do um, is I need you to write 2020 at the top of your paper. 2020 at the top of your paper. We're going to do some work tonight. Um, The concept of therapy is this. Um, It means treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder. Treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder. Let me give another definition. The treatment or mental or psychological uh, disorder or challenge by psychological means. The word therapy comes from this Greek word, therapia, which means healing. Interestingly enough, the root of that word means to minister to, to minister to. Um, So whenever you look at the concept of this, it's about healing. Um, And the reality is, is most of us have learned how to be so strong throughout our life. Most of us have learned how to be so tough uh, and how to take a lick at it, keep on taking, and all those things that sometimes we never went back to check on the areas um, that needed to be healed. So with you writing 2020 at the sheet on on the top of your paper, I want you to write some of the trauma that you've experienced this year. Um, And by trauma, I mean specifically something that was lost. And I need you to just write write it down, whatever it is, across every platform. You need to write it on your sheet of paper, and I even and and, 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 and I, I know I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. I'm going to ask you to multitask. I ask you to write it on your sheet of paper, and then I'm going to ask you to type it on the screen. All right. I need you to write it and I need you to type it. I need you to write it and I need you to type it because I got to make this as interactive as possible. The reason I want you to write it is so you can go back to it. So I know the chat may get kind of dry for a second while you are actually doing this. All right. But this is online group therapy. Online group therapy healing. Kelly Price had a song said, I need a healing for my soul. And to be honest with you, that is actually one Of my favorite songs, actually, honestly, still to this day, um, that is one of my favorite songs um, to this day, because the truth of the matter is uh, we all need healing uh, in some way, shape, form or fashion. All right. What's going on? All right. okay. I see y'all typing it, typing it. All right. What's some of the trauma that you've experienced Um, uh, and specifically loss this year? I see panic attacks, anxiety. Um, Come on, talk to me. Um, all right. Y'all talk, 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 talk. All right. Talk to me. What you got? What you got? What you got? And I am aware that the quality, of the video quality looks kind of different on some of the social channels. So that's all right. We'll keep it moving. Let's keep going. Let's keep it moving. All right. Let's keep it moving. All right. What else? Loss of community. Got you. Patience. All right. All right. Especially for those of you who are the strong ones. Listen, I'm one, I'm that one. I'm that guy. I'm a strong guy, and when you're the strong guy, and you are used to being the strong guy, um, what ends up happening is that um, sometimes you don't recognize what you've actually been through. Stability, family, income, panic attack after a death. I'm going to online learning. Dad unexpectedly passed due to a stroke. Wow, wow, wow! Depression, depression, depression. Come on, let's talk bad health. Y'all talk to me, all right? All right? Okay? Now, I'm going to ask, once you've written it, I'm going to ask that you begin to focus in on the chat. All right? The strong ones. My hope. Lost my son tragically. Wow. What else? Two relationships and uh, one son walked away from you. Wow. Can I be honest with you? Sometimes having a person living, and disconnected is a worse feeling than having that person exit the earth. Because you realize, because it's the same, it's the same net effect, it still feels like a death. All right. We're gonna be transparent tonight. We're gonna to be real transparent tonight. So I need you, I need you to be ready to be transparent, especially with your chats. I need you to be ready to be transparent with your chats. Some of you, you never engage in chat. I'm gonna ask you to do it tonight. You are getting a free therapy session with a well-qualified individual. Go to bishopformer.com and you can find out how. All right. Patience. Friend committed suicide. Um, Lost the support from your sister due to a stroke. Self-esteem. Self-respect. Job. Sense of strength. Time. Independence. Freedom. Best health. Patience. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Here's why I need you. And I want to I dig a little bit deeper. That's 2020. I want you to go over the last five years. And I don't want you to t- write it now. All right. You can write it later. I want you to chat. Chat with me. In the last five years, what is some of the trauma and some of the loss that you have experienced in the last five years? Five years. I need you to go back five years. I need you to go back five years. You should go back five years. All right. Five years. Isolation, anxiety, financial changes, rebuilding an identity in a new state. Come on, y'all. Let's talk. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Identity, friendship, self-worth, supportive friends, going to jail. Come on. Y'all be real tonight. Let's go. Got to be real so we can heal. Got to be real so we can heal. You're in a safe place tonight. He said, I don't know these people, but you know me, all right? Don't worry about that. You, you just pretend like this is me, you, and God. This is a triangle. Me, you, and God. That's all this, That's all it is, all right? Tonight, mother passed away, grandson's hell, heart surgery, discrimination, being paralyzed, all right? This is going to be good. I need you to get it out of you so we can start walking through this process. Court with an abusive ex, son, father in prison, abuse, attempted suicide. Come on, the five, last five years. Last five years, uh, 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 my my my. Uh, let me let me give you some of mine. And uh, the and uh, this year, you're talking about a total change in routine. I am used to going. I am used to making things happen. Um, I am used to a very active and busy schedule. This today actually has probably been the most busy my schedule has been since this pandemic thing. Um, and so I went from traveling part of the week. Being active in the office, to then going through a scenario where my schedule was totally different. Um, that affect that affects things. In addition to that, um, uh, some individual, some folks that I um, trusted and believed in, I discovered that I was the only, that that was a bad place to place trust and a bad place to believe in. All right. Um, individuals that I was loyal to, I discovered that that loyalty was foolish because I gave them a gallon, but they gave me a quart. Come on, y'all. Can we be real? Let's be real. In the last five years, in the last five years, um, I see somebody saying lost five family members, mother passing away. Come on, uh, Harvest Church Instagram. Y'all need y'all chatting more over here and share. Guys, if you haven't shared yet, share. I do realize the video is a little different looking online, but you can still see me, so you're good. I think it was the button I pushed. All right. All right. But we good. Um, Grandmother stroke. Dad diagnosed with prostate cancer before he passed away. Uh, Car repossessed. All right. All right. Sickness. Um, Changing churches. Marriage on the rock. Son acting crazy. I had to send him away. Breaking your femur in a car accident. Lost a stepson. First of all, for all of you who say I'm the only one going through things, I'm reading these things out loud. So that you can hear you are not the only one. I need you to say this, I am not alone. Come on, everybody, I am not alone. Across every platform tonight, you are not alone. Do not allow the enemy to isolate you to make you think you're the only one dealing with issues. You're the only one dealing with loss. You're the only one dealing with trauma. You are not alone. You are not alone. Um, Just hearing everybody else's stuff ought to make you feel good, why? Because you realize you are not alone. Um, When I'm speaking to leaders and counseling pastors uh, or or even sitting with pastors that I respect or leaders that I respect and admire, what have you, I don't like to hear the good stuff. I don't want to hear the good stuff. Tell me the bad stuff. That's the stuff I want to hear. Why? Because it, watch me, it normalizes trauma. Let's go. It normalizes loss because that's a part of life. Ecclesiastes says that there's a time for everything under the sun. Got it? There's going to be a time to sow, there's going to be a time to reap. There's going to be a time to add, there's going to be a time to subtract. There is going to be a time to live, there's going to be a time to die. There's going to be a time where those people are close to you, there may be a time where they're not. There may be a time where you trust them, there may be a time you do not trust them. All right, Um, so as I'm saying this out loud, I hope you feel a burden lifting off of you already because you are not alone. You are not alone. Siblings turning against you. I understand that. Lord knows. Um, One of the things that can be most difficult for you, um, when when Moses involved Miriam and Aaron, his brother and his sister and what he was doing, and that was one of Moses' worst decisions ever. And for some of you, um, you can expect loyalty from places and from people that the reality is you're just not going to get it from them. Um, and that can be a whole process to go through. You can think because it's your brother or it's your sister or it's your cousin or it's your niece or your nephew or your uncle, whatever. You can think, wow, that this is going to be this is going to be good. I can depend on them. with uh, Moses, you, you ready for this? The majority of Moses resistance came from his brother and his sister. They were his problem. Right. And he put them in leadership positions in his organization. Let that be a lesson for you. For some of you who want to do business with friends, be careful. For some of you who want to do business with family, be careful. Be careful. Because sometimes most of your problems and much of your warfare will come from people that you think are supposed to have your back. You put them in that spot because you thought that they would have your back and be loyal to only realize that they would just use they would just use what, you know, what it is that you gave them for their own purposes. And that happens. Right, it happens. It happens, right? Um, let's talk about it. All right, I have a brother named Moses. All right, Moses. I right, betrayal from friends was exposed. How many of you in the last um, in the last, in twenty twenty you dealt with betrayal? Do the hand wave emoji across every platform. What are we doing? We're getting it out. they are going to walk through it, but we need to first identify what we're walking through. Got it? Um, there's going to be time you think you wasted. There's going to be time that you think that you shouldn't have done certain things. This is part of life. All of us should feel much better now. All of us should feel much better now just hearing some of the stuff that people know about. If in 2020 you have dealt with betrayal, wave your hand. Let's be clear. Let's define betrayal. Betrayal is I I had a reasonable expectation of loyalty from them that they did not deliver on. Reasonable. There's a reasonable level of expectation. Like you weren't betrayed if you cheated on your spouse and then and then they, you know, clap back. Like that's not really betrayal because that's not a reasonable level of expectation. You didn't sow that so you can't reap it. Betrayal is I sowed one thing it with this person, but I reaped another thing from that person. I sowed one thing with that person, but I reaped a different thing from that person. That's betrayal. You didn't get betrayed if you got back what you gave and what you gave was sloppy. You got betrayed if what you come on y'all, let's go. If what you gave was not very good, and you just reaped what you sowed. Okay? You didn't get betrayed if you lie on them and they lied on you. That's called reaping what you sow. You got betrayed if you covered a mess. Got it? And to cover their mess, you know, you, you, you know, uh, I, I remember watching a movie. He said, um, it was this movie, Wall Street Never Sleeps. Money never sleeps. And in the movie, he said, Hey, he says to the guy, he says, Hey, if you stop lying on me, I'll stop telling the truth about you. Right? That was funny. That was interesting because that happens. We all deal with these things. We all deal with these things. We all deal with these things. I see lots of hands that have gone up. How many of you, that betrayal made you? It made you emotional, made you cry, made you angry, made you holler, made you scream, made you cuss. Come on, let's be real. How many of you? It made you emotional. And and what was the emotion that it made you? 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 Somebody says, "Ooh, Bishop, I'm still covering it. Sake of my sake of my head. Wow. Gave money and covered them. when I was down that nothing in return. It happens. All right. What was the emotion that you felt? Come on, everybody share. Everybody share. It's group therapy. You got to share. All right, if you're just sitting there watching, this is not prayer. (laughs) We don't pray, but but I I need you to engage. All right, felt horrible, angry, pissed off. Come on, be real. Annoyed, hurt, depressed. What What else? What else? What else? What else? Anger, rejected. How many of you, You wanted to give up on what you were doing. Like you was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. If that person was on your job, you're like, I'm done with this job. If that person was in church, you're like, I'm done with God. I'm done with church. If that person was in your family, like I'm done with all these people, right? How many of you have made you want to quit whatever they were part of? Let's talk. I see some hands. I see some hands where it made you to want to quit whatever it is that, right, threw my entire energy off for months. Wow. Cried, cussing, rejected. Let's be real, y'all. Hurt, angry, not valued. Wow, this is good. It hurt. I thought they would have been there, uh, like they. uh, I've been there for them. Wow. Come on, hurt, withdrawal. Gets to a point to where you get used to it. Okay, all right, all right, all right. There's a if diff- listen. There is a difference. I want to teach you this principle before we walk through this process. Made me cuss. Come on, be real and sad and frustrated, vengeful. Let me ask this before I teach you this principle. How many of you um, you have discovered that there's a part of you that is that is vengeful that that likes to get people back? Let's be honest. I can be honest that that was part, that was some, that was, that was, look, and I would get them back in the spirit and, uh, you know, whatever necessary methods, all right? Let's be honest, okay? Distance, y'all are telling the truth and are angry and used up, made me walk away. Um, Let me, there was a comment that was made about, there comes a point where you get used to it and I want to challenge you, I want to challenge you, I want to challenge you in this regard. I want to challenge you across every platform when group therapy, online group therapy, we're talking about hurt from the last year, hurt from the last um, five years. And more specifically, now our question is about betrayal. Um, One of the things um, that you have to be careful of is that you do not, um, you do not, because the question, the statement was, there comes a point where you get used to it. I want to challenge you not to have something that's called Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome is when you begin to justify and even feel sorry for people who uh, practice uh, uh, abusive behavior, right? Um, you You want to be careful that you don't develop that. America has that, all right? America has that in certain settings, in certain settings with certain individuals. Because we will justify the actions of some, oh, give the guy a break, oh, this, oh, that. We will justify the actions of some, and then we'll crucify the actions of other people. You will, watch me, you will normally crucify, you ready for this? Let's go ahead. You will normally crucify um, the act of the person who reminds you of somebody that hurts you. And you will normally justify somebody that does not reflect someone that has hurt you. okay. You will normally, let's listen, you will normally crucify, if, if a black bald-haired man hurt you, and and, and, and uh, then you will crucify another black bald head man, got it? But you may justify the same actions from a white man, got it? Why? Because Stockholm Syndrome, it says, I empathize, and I, I not only empathize, but I will justify that behavior. But if you look like somebody that hurt me, I will crucify you. Y'all ready? And I just say black ball head, man. You understand? you understand? All right. It's no shave Tuesday for me. I can't do a whole month too long. I only go a day. All right. So in that, I want to challenge you not to have Stockholm syndrome. I asked you so many questions tonight um, so that you could get that uh, so that we could get we could begin to open up um, tonight over these next 30 minutes or so my challenge to us all is going to be to open up. Can I get you to make this declaration? I'll be open. Just say it. I'll be open. So my deal with you tonight over these next 30 minutes, I'll be open. I need you to be open. Let's be open. We've already prayed, but I want to walk you through this process. So again, the concept of therapy is healing. So group therapy is group healing. Group healing. So we're going to do it together as a group digitally. And I want to reiterate for most this is going to be your first step. You're going to need to schedule a one-on-one, and I still do those. You can set those up on our app. You can set those up on our website. For those of you who registered, you'll get an email over the next day or so um, that gives you a way to take advantage of those one-on-ones and, and take advantage of a of a reduced value. Or not reduced value, excuse me, of a, um, a reduced offering there. When we do those one-on-one sessions, it actually helps to support Harvest Missions and, and the, what we do for that domestically and abroad. All right. Anytime you go through um, loss, betrayal, hurt, pain, disappointment, um, what happens is that you will enter into the process of grieving, of grieving. And here's what I've discovered. Many people are grieving and do not know it. Many people are grieving and do not know it. Guys, You just shared a lot of stuff that's a lot of deep stuff. Here's the first thing I need you to celebrate. You do not look like what you've been through. Before we go further, can I get you to release a digital praise across every platform tonight and just make this declaration, I don't look like what I've been through. Come on, I don't look like what I've been through. I do not look like what I have been through. I do not look like what I have been through. I don't look like what I've been through. Come on. I need you to type that and then put a prayer. Put the hand up emoji. Say hallelujah. Do the hand clap. Something. You do not look like what you've been through. You do not look like you've gone through all of that and you're still standing and you are still here. And you are still walking in faith and you are still walking in power. and what You do not look like what you have been through. I promise you, you don't. I promise you, you do not. You do not look like what you've been through. All right. Um, That's a place to celebrate because for many of you, you just listed out some stuff that if people knew that, they'd be like, you, you've been through that. You've been through that. How did you do that? So let's give God glory. One, that like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the Bible says they didn't look like the fire that they had gone through. They did not look like, the Bible says not one hair of their head was singed their clothing didn't smell like smoke. They were in a fire that was hotter than the fire had ever been for anybody in the history of fires in that kingdom. And they came out amazing. So praise God, you don't look like what you've been through. Um, But I want us to begin to walk through this process. So um, uh, at the end of the day, grief or grieving is our natural response to loss. Let me give you a couple of scriptures. Gotta get a few out of type these on each platform? Psalm 10, 14, you have seen for you observe trouble and grief to repay it by your hand. Psalm 53 and four, surely he has borne our griefs, carried away our sorrows, yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. So I want you to hear me. Um, there are many um, uh, uh, people who try to heal and they try to heal absent God. And I need you to hear me. You will never fully heal if you are doing it absent the healer. I'm going to say it again. You will never fully heal if you are trying to heal absent God. I don't care your 12 steps. I don't care who your counselor is. I don't care your therapist is. I don't care about none of that. If you are trying to heal absent God, who is the healer, he has borne our grief. He has carried away our sorrows. If you are trying to heal absent Jesus, I promise you, you will never fully heal. And I need you to know that. I need you to know that. Because some Christians will think, well, you know, church is good, but I need this. Let me tell you something. This is never going to do what this does. Your spirituality is always going to be the centrality of the reality of your healing. All right. You will never heal absent God. Not fully. Never. Never. What happens is often um, Christians do not put themselves in places to have the conversations that are necessary for healing. Got it? Um, And so that's what we're doing tonight. I'm starting a conversation that's necessary for your healing. Because there's one thing I could preach the word to you, and that's good, and we need that. But there's a conversation that has to happen so that you can get it out of you. Can I get you to type this on every platform? Get it out. 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 And I need you all to hear me because some of you, especially for those of you who who think that your intellectualism is a substitute for your spirituality, let me just be very clear. You can be a very educated and erudite individual, as I am. Um, But let me tell you something you will never fully heal absent the healer. You just won't. You can't. It's impossible. Um, uh, and what happens is many times the conversations are had. And, uh, and so that's why I always encourage harvesters. That's why we do these one-on-ones that we still make those available because that was important to me as a pastor um, is that as much as I could be available one-on-one for those that I lead, I wanted to do that. All right. Uh, and so that's why we do that. But that is so important because I don't care. Well, my therapist said this. If you are not including Jesus in that, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. I'm just going to tell you. Well, my counselor said this. That's great. But if you are not including Jesus in that, he bore your griefs and he carried away your sorrows. All right. Cool. Can we move forward? Let's go forward. Um, Some of the things that you all listed out a ton of things uh, a minute ago. Um, But let me just give you a list of things. Uh, Loss of a loved one, being diagnosed with a chronic or terminal disease, disability from an accident or illness, divorce, listen, or knowing that a divorce is coming. Can I just pause right there? Sometimes you're grieving because you know something's getting ready to happen. Who am I talking to tonight? Sometimes you're grieving because you know that relationship with that loved one is over. Come on. You know that that relationship with that friend is over. And sometimes you will enter into grief because you know something with someone has come to an end. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You're like, I already know this thing is coming to an end. I already know. Look, I already know I can't trust them. The Lord today dealt with me this today. I'm like, Lord, why do I? You know, there were certain things I was doing. Normally, you know, I just wake right up. Boom, I spring forward. Like there were some days I was like, God, why am I dragging to get up? I was like, I know it's not. You know, I don't think it's related to Corona and all of that because I'm still knocking stuff out. He said, there are some things. Watch me. There are some connections. You ready for this? This this was me this morning. I'm going to be real. You got to be real, too. He says, "Um, there are some connections that you know have died and are dying. And so your body is. Watch me. You are grieving those connections because you know they did. You know that's over. You know, you'll never, ever trust again. Those individuals. It's quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet. Come on, it's quiet. Somebody says, "I need to this You need to do it. All right. So sometimes you can be in this grieving process, and you be like, "Why am I in this?" It is because you have already, you already know something is somebody is. Some of you, you're dating people, and you're going through the motions, but you already know dead. Some of you, you go around some of your relatives. But you already know, like, I don't even trust her. I don't even trust him. I don't even, Watch me. I don't even want to tell him what I'm doing because I think they're going to try to sabotage it. Let's go. Breakups with partners um, you engage in premarital sex with. Miscarriages. Stillbirths. The birth of a child with a birth defect. A diagnosis of infertility. Learning your child has a behavior problem or a learning disability. Um, having a substance abuse disorder a move away from a familiar home, a job loss or inability to produce a substantial income, all right, loss of independence, an act of violence or a natural disaster. Let's be clear, all of us this year got hit with something called coronavirus. People call it COVID-19. I refuse to give her that much respect. Her name is coronavirus. Um, That changed everything. In America, 270,000 individuals have lost their lives to that. Um, 270,000 individuals have lost their lives. Uh, Probably more. That's just in America. Um, Guys, if you're just coming in, like the video, tell me where you're watching from and share it. Uh, We're doing online group therapy. Therapy means healing. So in that, um, it changed everything. You had millions of people a week filing filing unemployment. You've got governments that are playing with the levers of shutdown, red level, purple level, blue level, green. You know, connect four, Simon, all of this, Simon Says. So you know, um, in Colorado, for example, restaurants were open, things were good on this past was it Friday before Thanksgiving. Um, They said, "Okay, you you can't eat restaurants no more. You got to take out another. And and I started to really think about people who are in the service industry. And I thought, wow. I said, y'all are just I said, y'all are playing with the levers like this and and not giving anything, not just to the people who work, but these business owners. um, But individuals that, um, you know, that costs money when you're a business owner and you get your business gets shut down in a couple of days. And now you got to pivot. That's a lot of stress. When you're a pastor, when you're a leader, things are changing that you can't control. That's a lot of stress. Um, so n- n- no doubt all of us are in some level of grief because this loss that was introduced by Corona, your routine change, your normal change. You were used to getting up and going. Now you stay in the house. You were used to getting dressed and putting your best foot forward. And now your best foot forward is you put on a shirt. Right? And but you don't have no drawers on it, you don't have no pants on it, you have no shorts on or whatever, because you only worried about the zoom or whatever that's from here up, right? Are you hear what I'm saying? Um, and so uh, 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 in all of that, all of us have dealt with that. Now, uh, this year, so all of us have dealt with something this year, but what we just went over a moment ago tell us that all of us have dealt with more. Let's go further. The, there's something called a paradox of grief. And the parad- all is well. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All is well uh, about to come All is well. I, yeah, I know. Um, the paradox of grief can also be caused by a loss related to a seemingly positive life change. To a seemingly positive life change. So, for example, you could start school, but why would you go into grieving? Because you've lost the comfort of home and familiar surroundings. Um, everybody, you've heard of uh, what do they call it? The freshman fifteen or something for those who go into college. Like that first year um, where they gain a lot of weight, they're eating a lot and all that. Why does that happen? Um, Because there's a grief that's associated. It's exciting to go off and go away to college, but there's a grief that's associated with that that changes eating habits and eating patterns. All right. Um, Here's the next thing um, that can be a paradox of grief. Marriage. You can get married and then start grieving. Why would you start grieving after marriage? Because you can have the loss of independence. Um, the loss of doing life your way, the loss of having your own schedule, the life of doing things, you know, the way that you want to do it. Um, you have the birth of a child. It can do the same thing. It's a loss of independence, a loss of you being able to do what it is that you want to do. Uh, retirement can create grief because now you're used to having a routine. Now you don't have a routine. You ready for this? Aging. Aging. Uh, you can be celebrating your birthday and then you can go from celebrating your birthday to like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like,
0: mm,
2: I don't want to talk about it. Anybody, you ever had a birthday and after a certain number, you were like, I don't want to talk about it. Wave at me. Wave at me. Talk to me. Like when you begin to age, you can begin to grieve because, you know, when you were in your 20s, you went, you worked out once and you were bam, 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 bam. And now when you go work out, your body's like, uh, not even a bam. uh, Ah, not even a bam ah, Just that Right um, As you're aging and maturing Because you can have a loss of your physical strength A loss of your youthful appearance If your body starts Rocking and shaking and shaking and rocking All of a sudden You can enter into grief Is everybody seeing this? So you can enter into grief by things that are good Like at your birthday party Everybody else can be like "Ooh," you be like Hmm I don't want to talk about it. People surprising you and being excited for you and you got a negative attitude and you're mad. It's because you're grieving. You're grieving. All right. You're grieving. Um, For some people, everybody's different as it relates to this. Okay. Um, Let's talk one more thing. You can have uh, the paradox of grief works like this. You can buy a house and then go into grief. You can go into grief. Why would I go into grief after buying a house? Because now you're worried about a debt that's long term. You're worried about this debt for the next 30 years. When you rented, you weren't worried about that because you were only on the hook for 12 months. Now you're grieving. You're grieving. Somebody says, my knees don't want to act right. You know, you know, I grieving. So, So I hope, again, we've talked about so far in these last 43 minutes. I hope you get this. Let me say this. Grieving people, listen to me, cause people grief. Can I get a few of you to type that for my Twitter people? Can I get some of y'all to tweet that to me? Grieving people cause people to grieve. Grieving people cause people to grieve. All right? And somebody I said, Let's go to God first. That's exactly what we're doing. We're walking through the process, though. Because most Christians just give it to Jesus. But how? How do I do that? 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 That's what we're doing tonight. That's what we're doing this online group therapy. How do I do that? Just turn it over to Jesus and he'll work it out. How do I turn over to him what I have made part of me? All right. Grieving people cause people to grieve. Um, And as I said, many people are grieving and do not even know it. And their grief is making them act out without regard to consequence. Grief is is the source of unnecessary failure. Grief is the source of unnecessary failure. Every time that you have failed and didn't have to fail, you can trace it back to grief. You can trace it back to Greek. I can give you biblical examples of this. David is king. He's supposed to be out fighting the battles with the kings, but David has been fighting since he's been 16 years old. So since 16, he has been fighting the battles that kings should have fought. So when he takes the throne at 30, um, after 14 years of fighting, he's been fighting. He's fought Goliath. He's fought other things. He's been fighting. So this one time he doesn't have to fight. Watch me. He is he is grieving what he felt like he lost as a teenager. He is grieving what he felt like he lost as a teenager. So the reason David doesn't go to fight with the kings is because he's grieving. He's like, listen, I missed some of my life fighting all the time, fighting all these battles, fighting these giants. And now I get a moment to kick back. So I'm going to kick off my food, shoes and relax my feet and party on down to the escape beat. Just kick it. Just kick it. I'm going to just kick it. And when he's just kicking it, who does he see? Bathsheba. Got it? Grieving. made David do that. Because he was where he shouldn't have been because he was grieving what he felt like he lost in his childhood. Because since 16, he's been fighting battles. Grief is the source of unnecessary failure. It's the reason teens act out. It's the reason relationships fail, um, why friendships fail, why people miss great opportunities, why people are filled with uncontrollable anger and so on. And the deception of grief is that it hides itself because as humans, we never like to feel weak. Y'all stay with me, every platform. As humans, we never like to feel weak. So grief is a sniper. It's a sniper. It hides itself and pop, pop, go to Weezer because the Weezer go pop, pop, there you go. And it sabotages with one bullet. With one bullet, that's what grief does. That's what, and the bullet is that the old feelings of grief from a past loss, are triggered by current experiences. That's the bullet. The old feelings of grief from a past loss are triggered by current experiences. And you can be grieving about multiple things at the same time and be at different stages of grief. Right? Somebody says, the the thing about David just hit me. Right? Right? Every bad decision you've made, you can trace it back to grief. Every bad decision, you can trace it back to grief. You were grieving something. You got in a relationship you knew was bad. You were grieving. So the relationship you thought would be your healing, that's why, what did we start with? That verse, he has borne our griefs and carried away our sorrows, okay? Because it doesn't matter what you do to heal, you're never going to be fully healed without the healer, period, that's on, period. I already got 13 more minutes, I'm going to get as far as I can, as far as I can. Guys, if you're just coming in on every platform that you haven't shared, come on and share. All right, let's go further with this. Um, Many people never heal before they get into something new. And the reason I wanted to start this conversation tonight, and I don't see how this goes tonight, and maybe we'll do another one. We'll see. Somebody said this message was me. I came across this by accident. No, God had you here tonight. This is for you. Um, and if you go into 2021 unhealed, you are literally um, going to repeat a lot of what you didn't want to repeat. And I need you to make this declaration. Not me. Everybody on every platform. Not me. Not me. You got to be serious about this thing. Like healing is a choice. It's a choice. It's like getting up and working out. It's a choice. I prayed. I said, Lord, give me the desire to want to work out. You know, give me the desire to want. Some people just love being in the gym all day. I got stuff to do. All right. But (laughs) I made that my declaration. All right. Not me. Not me. Can we go further with this? Let's go. We got about 10 minutes. Let's go. Um, While grieving is considered by all... Uh, medical experts from a psychological standpoint. It's a process. We believe in a God that makes us a promise. So today we're going to marry process with promise. I want to walk you through this. How do you know if you're grieving? Let me give you the symptoms. Let me give you the symptoms. Somebody says, I can be in there for hours. You can, at the gym, I can't. I can't. Mm-mm, mm-mm, not me. No, no, that ain't my testimony. Mm-mm. How do you know if you're grieving? Here's some physical symptoms: disturbance in your sleep patterns, fatigue, you tired and ain't done nothing, restlessness, like when you lay down you you're restless. You get up, you go get some water, you lay back down, you get up, you go water the plants, you lay back down, you go turn some lights on, then you go look out the window, then you go back, you get on the phone, like you just can't sit still. You're restless, um, nausea, pain and tension in the body. The body is often trying to tell you something that the mind is ignoring. The body is often trying to tell you something that the mind is ignoring. All right. Decreased immune system. You find yourself getting sick. You're coughing. You're sneezing. You ain't been nowhere. To, oh, my God. Do I have Corona? You ain't been around nobody. Right? But you're concerned about something. All right. Difficulty stopping activity. You just can't stop. Like, you you know, um, and, and don't confuse that with a good work ethic. This is, you just won't stop, period. Um, You don't ever find a stopping place. Um, Inactivity, you're just not doing anything. Unusual clumsiness, all right? I knew the other day that there were some areas I said, okay, God, where where are you healing me at? Because I just was unusually clumsy. I spilt a doggone candle on the wall. I know, right? How did you do that? I got it all over the wall. It was all over the floor and all that. I, it's, it's good now. Got it fixed. Got it handled. But I was like, what am I doing? Then, then that, later that day, i like, like, I forget what I did, but I did something. And i just like, what are you doing? All right. And I said, I know there's some areas in me where there's some grieving I need to deal with. Unusual clumsiness. Emotional symptoms of grief. Are y'all being blessed by this tonight? All right. If you're being blessed, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. Come on, let's go. Unusual clumsiness. Um, emotional symptoms. excuse me, crying, you just be crying, sadness, um, fear and anxiety, ready, numbness, you just like, I'm over it, whatever, numb, you're numb, you're grieving, you're not over it, in fact, you're very much so not over it, your I'm over it mentality proves you're not over it, emptiness, loneliness, even if you got people around you, anger, helplessness, Irritability. You're irritable. Somebody call you what? Like, God, dog, how you mad? It's the beginning of the day. How you that mad? All right. A sense of observing yourself. You feel like you're watching yourself do life. Um, Guilt. You feel guilty. Like, man, I should have did this. I should have did this. Let me confirm this. Guilt is very different than godly sorrow. Godly sorrow says, go back and fix it. Guilt is, it's unfixable. And I don't know who, who needs to hear this tonight. There's something you felt like you couldn't fix and I need you to fix it. Lately, lots of people, um, lots of people that I've known through the years, even people who maybe were even part of Harvest, they are returning and they're coming back. Um, and this is important because sometimes when you, when you, when you do things in a you know, crazy way, you're like, oh my God, how do I even get that right? And I don't know who needs to hear this, but get it right and you can get it right. There's nothing but love for you. The door is open for you. But that's very different than guilt. Guilt and godly sorrow are two different things. All right. Reduced confidence. Like you're not super confident. Like you, you put on you put on 15 outfits. And you're like, oh, no. I don't like the way I look at this. I don't like the way it is. I don't like this. I don't like that. All right. Lowered self-esteem. Loss of interest in previously enjoyed activities. Stuff you used to love to do. You're like, mm. you might be Grieving. Here's some cognitive, mental manifestations. If you got eight minutes, um, slow thinking or processing, it takes you a while. You're like, Ugh, just difficult. Um, difficulty making decisions. This one for me. This one is how I know there's some areas that I need to deal with. Right. Whenever I see this pull up, pull up whenever I see this happen to me, because whenever, like, I'm that's what I do. Make decisions. Like that's literally. I woke up this morning. Let me see something. I woke up this morning. My inbox had. It was clear, basically. I think it was maybe three or four emails. I woke up this morning and that thing said 96 new emails. I said, what has happened from last night into today? That was all good stuff. Um, but um, in that, um, I powered through them, powered through them. I know when there may be some grief I need to deal with when simple decisions take me a really long time. All right. Stuff that's like, look, this is simple. It takes me a long time. And I know that there's something I need to go look at. All of these things are pointing to you, pointing to you. Somebody says, i love to do this again. This is truly good. All right, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna see because I'm thinking about doing this again. All right, mental confusion. You just be confused. I used to think people played dumb until I realized some of them were just grieving. Have you ever done that? Like, I don't like when people act brand new like they don't know what they're supposed to do and they're like acting like a dance. I don't like that. or acting dense. Come on, y'all, we're being real. Free me up to be real, all right, tonight. Um, I don't like when people do that. And so I remember thinking like, you know, looking at people sometimes and be like, what in the world is your problem? Until I realized that sometimes that's because people are grieving. They are grieving. So they're just acting. They're not acting confused. They really are because they're grieving. Right? They're grieving. False daydreams, flashbacks. What does that mean? You will look back on stuff you prayed to get out of and be like, it was the good old days. Really, anime? Anime bullock. There was nothing good about what God got you out of. I'm going to call them up and see what they're doing. Victimizing somebody new. Right? You will have false daydreams and false flashbacks about what happened. That was my friend. No, they weren't. That's why you quit them. You have false daydreams. They were the best to ever do that. No, they weren't. They actually weren't very good. That's why you... Are y'all getting it? But when you're grieving... You will have these false flashbacks. All right, come on, y'all. Let's keep going. If you just come in and like the video, tell me where you're from, what, where you're watching from, and share this video tonight. We are doing digital group therapy. All right, um, spiritual manifestations of grief. You can have a sense of distance from God. Like when it's time to pray, your prayers are like your prayers are like a short text to God. Like somebody you don't want to talk to, you normally kind of quick on text with them. Or maybe you're busy. Like I'm busy. So my texts are normally always, got to go, got to go. And my texts are very rarely, are they long? And if so, that's because I can't talk. But like long, super long texts, normally my texts are, you know, approved, great, <laughs> yes, shalom, fine, do it, no, okay, normally like that. But when you are grieving, your your interactions with God are like a short text. You know, like, what are you doing? nothing. Like, you don't even try to engage God. yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's time to pray, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Like, God is like, what is this? What is this? You giving me short text? Let's go further. All right? Um, Anger at God. All right? You feel mad at him. Like, I can't believe you would do this to me, God. Like, why did you do this to me? Isolation from church. Got it? Let me say this to so those of you, I realize we're digital. And to all my digital family, you stay connected digitally. For those of you in Denver, some of you need to get back in the building because your grieving has kept you out of a building. You could have came in, all right, and you need that. Uh, some social manifestations of grief. Wow, I only got four minutes. Wow, isolation and withdrawal. You can leave the house, you just don't, and you're not. You're not staying in the house for spiritual reasons. You're staying in the house just. Mm, 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 mm. Someone says, I need to get in the building. Come on, take a trip. Come on. All right? All right? Like, just like, eh, whatever. You're withdrawn. You're around, but you're not there when you're there. You're there, but you're not there when you're there. You're preoccupied with your own feelings, and you exclude others. Um, I used to get... So, when I... My friends... No, I'm a communicator. I am a talker to my friends. We talk, we communicate... I speak to my mother every single day. I'm a communicator. We talk. We chat. Um, that's the way I am. And, and in all of that, what happens is that when you are grieving, you're so preoccupied with your own stuff and you exclude other people from it. And I remember one time a friend of mine, he would say, like he would just disappear. And I'm like, dude, why are you disappearing? like, I just, I'm going through and, and I'm just going through stuff. I said, okay, so why would you not call on your friend? I'm just so used to having to do everything by myself. Whenever I go through, I just put my head down and just keep it moving. I said, so then why did you pray for friends? I said, why pray for friends if you don't want to utilize your friends? Like, why pray? I said, listen, because I'm going to give you a plan. I said, I'm going to help you walk through it. You know, and he said, I know you're going to walk through it and you'll solve the problem and all of that. And I said, absolutely. I said, that's what friends are for. Come on, ain't that what Dion said? That's what friends are for. All right. Um, So you'll you'll just disappear from people. And let me say this. If you've been doing that to people who have been good to you and faithful and kind to you, you owe them an apology. Because what happens is, is you will do the good ones bad. And do the bad ones good and then be mad at God and say, God, there's no good friends out there. And God's like, no, I gave you good friends. It's just when you were grieving, you shut them out. When you were grieving, you shut them down. When you were grieving, you didn't return their text. When you were grieving, you didn't return their call. And now that you want to be out of your grief and now you're trying to connect with them, they don't want to connect. right. Okay, let's go, man. I got, wow. I got one minute. Wow. All right. Marital or relationship stress marriage the people closest to you um you can go through stress in those those connections you can go through stress somebody says what if you have no friends that ain't necessarily a bad thing sometimes you need to be glad let me be clear sometimes you need to be glad all right um, sometimes sometimes you need to be glad joseph had lots of joseph had lots of people who liked him for what he did he had we don't see that he had anybody that actually loved him other than his father so just let that be that, okay? Wow, right? How many of you, after listening to social manifestations, spiritual manifestations, cognitive manifestations, emotional manifestations, physical manifestations, you know that there are some areas that you are still grieving? Just wave at me. Wave at me or say yes. Wave at me or say yes across every platform. And again, for those of you on YouTube and Facebook, I realize it's a little... Um, not as sharp as the image normally is. I I think I hit a button. I think I did something. If I didn't do something, we're going to figure out what happened. All right. I see several hands that are up. I see several hands that are up. Um, I am out of time. So here's what what I want to do. You're like, okay, so what do I do next? Um, Here's what I want to do. How many of you, you would like, you'd think this would be great to do a part two of online group therapy. I need to see, I need to see your responses right, Chump, and right now. If I don't see your responses, then I'm gonna take it that we don't need to do that. I'll shoot you a series to watch, and then you can go. Alright. Um, alright, alright. I'm seeing you. Yes, yes, okay. Please, please, come on. All right, can we have therapy on Friday? <laughs> Listen, I scheduled me a massage for Friday. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um. Um. All right. All right. Okay, that would be awesome. Came right on time. Was truly blessed tonight. Yes. Yes. I'm seeing your hands. Yes. All right. Please do part two. So, so here's what I will do. Um. Somebody says weekly. I, you know, I thought about that too. Um, Because Mondays we do prayer Wednesdays is church, Sundays is church But to just have the conversation um, Is something that we need Again, I want to stress this You cannot heal without the healer Um, For those of you who came in late Go back and let begin. Since consistent Come on, massage I don't normally do massages Because they don't normally do them right I have not found I'm praying that this uh, massage therapist Therapy, massage healer Physical healer Catch it I am praying that they do a good job. Because normally I remember going one time, y'all just let me indulge indulge me for a second. And and basically all they did, I was like, you ain't done nothing but rub on me. I said, I could have rubbed my own shoulder. I said, you ain't I said, that ain't no massage. I said, you ain't done nothing but rub on me. I could have put lotion on. Listen. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so uh you need one with prayer. Yo, yeah, oh, listen, absolutely, that that's that's the whole plan. Um, so in that, let me say this, uh, I will commit to this. Um, I will commit to doing a part two. I will commit to doing a part two this month. I will commit to doing a part two this month. Um, and, uh, so that we can have the rest of this conversation. Um, again, Bishop, what do I do now? Cause I know I'm grieving what do I do now for some of you, you need to schedule a one-on-one. How do you do that? Now, you can literally schedule it with me despite all of the things I do. As busy as my schedule is from sunup to sundown, um, um, I still make myself available for those. Um, and I'm excited about it because over the next um, probably month and a half or so, much of that, I'm going to have to turn over to someone else in our team. And so I encourage you to take advantage of those. Um, um, so <laughs> y'all laughing at me. I'm serious. She didn't do nothing but just, I said, you ain't done nothing but put lotion on me. I need you to put, put some pressure on me. I said hard pressure or tough pressure, whatever they call it. Give me the most intense pressure and you ain't gave me the pressure I need. Um, and so I encourage you to do that. That's number one. Um, how can I schedule a one-on-one with Mister Foreman? You can do that in our website. You can do it in our app. Just go to Coaching Session and you can do it that way. Um, for some of you, I want to give you a series that is going to speak to some of this. It's called Grief Recovery. You can watch it in our app. You can watch it on our YouTube channel. You can watch it on our podcast. Uh, And you can also download it off of our website, too. You can get it there. All right? So you can... Deep tissue. That's what it is. Deep tissue. Deep tissue. I was like, you didn't do nothing but rub some tissue on me. Okay? That's all she did. Listen. Bless her heart. All right. Um, (laughs) The best massage I actually had ever was in Austin, Texas. And it it, it was... um, Um, Bishop Bright knows I'm not a huge fan of Austin, Texas, his city, but there's two things. There's a barbecue place I like that has the best brisket and then this massage place and they walked on you. So the gals got up and they were, you know, on these uh, suspended or something, whatever. They had this rope up top and they were walking on me. And I said, my God, they they walked me. Listen, they walked out. I felt like I was healed I loved talking about my god I, I feel amazing let me leap through a troop it was amazing best one was getting cool. so um, but in all of that grief recovery is a series that you can listen to thirdly I will commit to doing a part two I'm gonna do a part two um, and we'll do it this month so I need you to stay connected uh, on social media um, so that we will do we will do part two and uh, somebody's feet were on me I think they had on little footies.
0: <laughs>
2: you go step on my feet, huh? I think they had a little bit. I don't remember, to be honest, whether that, they did or not. Uh, if they didn't, I'm sure I took it in a shower immediately following that, all right? So um, we're going to do a part two. Um, so I need you to stay connected on social media, pay attention to that. We're going to do a part two um, to walk you through the process uh, of healing. I want to stress what I said at the beginning. For many of you, this is the beginning of steps you need to take but I they better please listen to me but I need you healed this month. It's the first of the month. That's what we did is today. It's the first of the month. Um, and I need you healed. Say my future needs me healed. I had you say it before but just say it again say my future needs me healed. I need you to say that and I need you to really believe that that your future needs you healed. Your future needs you healed. Seriously. All right? So that's why we did this. Let me say this. If you're watching tonight and you're not a Christian, I want to give you an opportunity to come to the Lord. Secondly, if you've your life to the Lord, but you've fallen away, grief took you away. I want you to recommit yourself to the Lord tonight. You are not watching this on accident. Thirdly, if you're like, Mr. Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God. I don't even know. I don't even know. I've I just been doing my own thing. I don't even know. To be honest, I've not even wanted to think about it because I, I didn't know how to fix it. You're about to fix it right now. You're about to fix it right now. And you can tell doubt, you're about to lose your job. You can tell fear, you're about to lose your job. You can tell anxiety, you're about to lose your job. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, on three, I just want you to the hand wave the emoji or say, it's me. I want to lead you in a prayer real quick, real fast. Do a hand wave emoji, say, it's me, um, uh, on three. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. One, two, three, respond right now. Don't think about it, just respond. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I need you to respond right now. I see your hands. I see your hands. Come on, guys. People are getting saved on group therapy tonight. I see your hands. People are getting saved. I see it's me. Come on. People are coming to the Lord tonight on group therapy. Come on. And I need you not to hop off. Do not get off these pages, whatever page you're on. Do not get off. Just hold on. Hold on. You become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord. Just say, it's me. or do the hand wave emoji. I'm going to give you 10 seconds. 10. I'm waiting on you. I see your hands. I see you. 9. Come on. Eight, seven. I'm waiting on you. Click that button. If you deny the Lord, he'll deny you. This is your moment to go public. This is your moment to go public for Jesus. Come on. Seven. Where am I at? Six, five, four, three. Come on, guys. They're still responding. Two, one. Wow. You can keep responding. you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure do the hand-waving emoji or say, it's me. I got digital ambassadors on every platform that are watching to see your responses because you are more than just a number to me. You're more than just a number to harvest. You're important. They're still responding, y'all. Come on, you are more than that. And you need to know that. I want everybody, everybody, I don't care if you went to school with Jesus, I need you to open your mouth and pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Say, because of this belief and this confession, that you are my Lord. Tonight, I give you my life. Give me the grace to run this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Listen, guys, here's what I need you to do. I need you to text DECISION. Here it is. I got to remember this new number to 55498. I need you to text DECISION to 55498. That's the new number. I got to get you to the new number. Text DECISION to 55498. When you suit that text, can I get a few of y'all to type that on every platform? We're going to shoot your text right back. It's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. I encourage you, you need to connect with the church. You got to have a man of God that speaks life into your life. I love to be that guy. If I'm not that guy, find that guy. If I'm that guy, come on, let's go. Let's go to your healing. Let's go to the best version of you. Come on, let's go. All right, if you want to come with me, let's go. Uh, if you want to do that, you can connect with this. Bishop, how do I do that? In our app on our website, you can literally connect with the church, become a member. There's so many resources and things, free messages in our app online. Tons of resources available for you. All right, I'd love for you to do that. Let me also say this: tomorrow night, church guys, listen. That word is is I'm in great anticipation that that word is going to be amazing. So watch tomorrow night seven o'clock. Mountain nine o'clock Eastern. Watch tomorrow night. We call it Wednesday night live. It's our midweek Bible study. We call it Wednesday night live. if you've ever watched one or ever been in one, you know that Wednesdays are on a whole nother level. Who loves Wednesdays? I love it. I love all church now, we do, but I especially love Wednesdays because Wednesdays it's on a whole nother level. Because people who come on a Wednesday they are thirsty, and that thirst creates a manifestation. The atmosphere is always powerful. So make sure. That you are, um, you are online or you are in the building tomorrow night in Denver. All right, I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night. If group therapy blessed you, sew so into it. I'm a sewer. It's the first of the month. Get up, get up, get up. Um, it's the first of the month, so I encourage you. If it bless you, sow into it. How can you sew? You can. Somebody says, "I want to get in the building on Wednesday night." Come on. Um, And then Atlanta. I'm going to be in Atlanta the beginning part of next week so that we can start moving forward for Harvest Search Atlanta, building our launch team there. I'm so excited about what we're going to be doing in two locations. It's going to be amazing. All right. Um, If you want to sew into uh, group therapy, sew into it. Um, I want to know that it bless you. So um, I, I want to know that it bless you. I want to know that it bless you. So sew whatever you believe demonstrates that how blessed you were, uh, about how blessed you were. Yes, Harvest Church Atlanta is coming. Text 8 H-C-A-T-L to 55498. It's a new text number. I got, I'm doing good too, 55498. Five, I pray I got it right. That's what it says right here. All right, uh, Harvest Church Atlanta is coming. And you can be part of our launch team. You can literally be part of the ground team that will work with directly with me as we build this thing up um, and do that. You can use harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can use cash app, Bishop Foreman with the number one. You can use um, the Harvest Church Give if you want to give it to the church. You can um, use PayPal, Zelle, Venmo, Harvest Church Give. On Venmo, um, you can use, uh, there's a Bishop Formal for that too. So you can go to our website, Harvest Church Church Forrests. to give. so many methods for you to give that way. Uh, but let me know that it blessed you, all right? That's going to speak to me to know that it blessed you. I'm committing to doing a part two. Um, and I, uh, I really want to do it, and I really want to be able to do it to where we can do it in a more open setting versus having to register and having registration fees and all that. I prefer to do it this way, but I need to know that it blessed you. So let me know that it blessed you. So into it. All right. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. See you tomorrow night, seven o'clock on the dot. I will not be in a drop top because it is way too cold here. Also, Atlanta, it's cold there too. I saw the weather report. It's disrespectfully cold in Atlanta. I saw. I'm not happy about it. But anyway, love you guys. Go so. Let me know that it bless you. Um, before you go, don't hop off. Let me, let me pray. Father, I pray that the conversation we started tonight, Lord, that you would bring forth healing in the life of everyone. And we give you glory for that. In Jesus' name, amen. It's cold in Florida too? Oh my God. Come on, saints. We probably need to turn this into midnight prayer. Love you guys. Have an amazing night. Shalom. Shalom, y'all. My pleasure.